What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward today with Gene Petrov. He's a leadership and management consultant based out of Atlanta. Gene has done everything from leading a team of 24 in corporate America to working in a bakery. Today, he is helping entry and mid-level social media marketers become the leaders of tomorrow. I also want to add that Gene and his wife are the foster parents of three kids. How cool is that? Gene, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much, John, and thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, and uh, I've got to give a shout-out to Winnie Sun. I mean, I've had a couple of guests who have been part of the Winnie Sun tweet chat, so I'm going to give another plug. If you're not already joining us every Wednesday, you should, because that's how I met Gene. And Gene, you are putting out such amazing content, and uh, I love everything that you're doing, so I really am glad that you're here today. So, Gene, I only gave a little bit uh, on that intro, so... Tell us a little more of your backstory. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, and actually what I'd like to say is uh, the first thing is those kids that uh, we uh, fostered, actually, we have adopted them at this point. And oh, they, wow. They've been Congratulations. now for about a year and a half. So That's awesome. We are super excited about that. Uh, they are a huge blessing to us. We love them to death. Um, but uh, what I'd like to say as far as my backstory is, you know, that it definitely comes into play. You know, it's a huge part of my why. Um, it was something that I actually uh, made a series of tweets and into like a Twitter moment and put it up on my profile there to kind of explain, you know, my wife and I knew at an early time in our marriage that we would never have biological kids. So we kind of explored different paths of what to do with that. And we ultimately ended up on adoption. And uh, it took a long time. We actually were in the adoption process. We had some setbacks. We took a long time fi- figuring out the paperwork and all the different steps that needed to be accomplished. And it took us uh, over six years to get to the point where we finally wow. decided to try foster care first and then see if that would lead to an adoption. And in our case, it did. So we are now the parents, uh, the adoptive parents of two beautiful boys and one beautiful girl. That's awesome. And they are they are eight-year-old triplets. So oh, yeah, wow. as you can imagine. You've got your hands full. That's awesome. <laughs> they what, are quite the handful, yes. <laughs> and what I love about what you do is, I mean, that is that you tie that in so nicely. I mean, you're not just about your business, but you you also put that on your website. And I really encourage our listeners, you know, we'll have it linked in the write-up. So tell us exactly what is your big why? Yeah, my big why actually comes back to that whole idea of helping kids in need. And so what I had imagined and what I dreamed of, and actually now it's turned into that vision, is having a business where, you know, I'm using my talents, my time, my resources, my energy to tell people, to help people become leaders, but also to use that business as a leverage point to help more kids in need. Because Mm -hmm. at this point, my wife and I realized we can't possibly help all the kids that are out there. So many kids around the world that are in dire straits, Uh, you know, this uh, opioid uh, epidemic that's going on around the world produces a lot of kids that are in need, but also the whole human trafficking thing also ties in. So we would like to have this business be something where we could impact a lot more kids, say opening up in an orphanage overseas in uh, other countries of maybe in Africa, maybe in Asia somewhere, maybe in Bulgaria, which is my dad comes from Bulgaria. So that's a, kind of a special place for me. So yeah. um, we have this um, grand plan and it's a plan that's going to take a long time, but uh, I'm a patient person and uh, every day I just work a little bit, you know, making small steps, small strides towards that plan. 
And so I think that that's just the way to go. You know, having that big why plus working it just every day, small steps, a little bit at a time. Yeah. And Gene, I've got to ask, because you've got a very interesting background. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, you worked in corporate America, but you also worked in a bakery. And I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I did work in corporate America for a while, um, but I also worked in that bakery. But in between that, I actually served in the military as well. So I was in the Air Force for seven years, uh, kind of bounced back and forth between Texas, California and Maryland. Wow. And during that time, I learned a lot about leadership and a lot about um, uh, serving other people. I kind of define myself as somebody who's comes under that servant leadership umbrella. Yeah. And so it's been a it's been an interesting ride. That bakery that I worked in also was this little mom and pop shop, you know, where um, it was really a place that um, I learned how to work really hard, yes. <laughs> work really early hours, making donuts and bread, and and it was a very physically demanding job oh, as well. I imagine, especially a mom and pop shop. I mean, anything in the the baked goods or the food industry, you are working a lot of hours, a lot of days. So I, I imagine you, you know they put your feet to the fire. But Gene, I mean, you've had such an interesting background. What made you decide to eventually branch off on your own? Well, I just kind of decided after a while that uh, the corporate gig wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I am a naturally creative person. I like to dream big and have these ideas. And I kind of found that when I was uh, kind of locked into that environment of the corporate America scene, um, my ideas, some of them would be heard and met with some some warm uh, you know reception there. And the but, others would go to die somewhere yeah, on the Yeah, pretty chain. much. <laughs> I mean, the funniest thing to me was when you have this like corporate – like email, you can just send in your ideas yeah. and they never really respond to them. And so I just, I'm an idea man. I'm an idealist, I like to say. And so that's a big part of who I am. And if that's not being, you know, uh, met, that's not really a good, for, uh, good fit for me. So I, I took the step to branch out on my own to open up a business and, and say, okay, this is who I am. This is what I'm putting out into the world. And this is what I want to accomplish. And I can't really do that in a corporate environment. Yeah. And, and Gene, how hard was that? I mean, was it hard to make that leap? I know that that's a theme we're hitting on a lot this year is just making those big changes moving forward in a big way. What was that like for you? Yeah, it, it does come with some risks. I mean, um, for my wife and I, we had those kids. Like I said, I was transitioning from that corporate job, deciding to branch out on my own. And for a while there, we didn't really have the kind of money that, uh, you know, was required to take to take care of a, of, uh, a big family. Like I say, a family of five to me is a big family. Maybe yeah, some that's a big people. family. Yeah. But, um, you know, so there was that risk involved. My wife was transitioning herself. You know, she was the kind of the stay at home mom. She was taking care of the kids. And for me, I became more the person who t- t- took care of the kids, uh, you know, taking them to school, dropping them off, bringing them back from school, those kind of things. And, you know, so I did that kind of double duty. And I still do that to this day where I'm taking care of the kids uh, and also doing this business. And my wife now is actually the primary breadwinner and she works in a corporate office because that actually is her. You know, she loves having a an organization that's very structured that comes around her. So that's just her thing there. And uh, it's not really for me, but that's for her. So, yeah, um, I am blessed. I do have that. You know, so I am able to work patiently at this this business that I have. So it is a blessing to have that. Absolutely. And it's a great it's very interesting you mentioned that. I mean, I I was curious, I mean, becoming an entrepreneur, having gone from the corporate world, from the small business world and becoming an entrepreneur, how has that impacted you as a parent? Are there things that you're passing on to your kids from that perspective or from your experiences that have really shaped who you are? Yeah, actually. And, you know, 
going into this idea of opening up my business around this idea of leadership, I said, to, you know, I just want to help people to know more about leadership. I have this huge background, but I also actually do work with my kids a little bit. And I tell my one son, especially, you know, you can be a leader in your classroom, you know, mm. and especially for for him, this involves, you know, he's kind of a special needs kid where his he's got these behavior and emotional needs and he's in a separate classroom. Well, I'm, I'm over there kind of coaching him up like, hey, just because one of the other kids is, you know, making a scene in the classroom, I want you to try instead of being the one that kid that's laughing and encouraging that just try to come up, come up to that kid and be like, hey, let's uh, let's try to <laughs> let's try to be more helpful to the teacher and try not to make those scenes. And and so it's it's very interesting to pa- pass along those ideas to my kids. And and I, I kind of got this idea from maybe, you know, him, Bruce Van Horn. But, you know, parenting is leadership kind yes. of idea. So yeah, it's been a, a very neat thing. And and uh, I've definitely found that there's a lot of ap- applicable uh, ideas there. Very cool. I absolutely love it. Thank you for sharing that, Gene. Well, Gene, what would you say is your biggest challenge today that you face in achieving your goals? Yeah, uh, the biggest thing, you know, for me is getting that balance right between being a a full-time dad that I say that I am and also the full-time entrepreneur. So, you know, my kids do have, um, they do need me a lot. (laughs) And there are times where, especially my one son with those behavioral, emotional needs, he goes through some rough patches. Like this past August and September, we really struggled to find the right place for him to be at school. And so that took away from my time as an entrepreneur. But to me, that's that's more important anyway. So that was okay. But so it, it becomes kind of like a sliding scale. I say, you know, sometimes I'm going to have to focus on being a dad more than being an entrepreneur. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, and it sounds like for you, I mean, the way you live your life, one better informs the other. So it's not like you necessarily uh, separate them by by a wall. I mean, it's on your website. And I do encourage our listeners to take a look. I mean, you very much are very transparent about what you have going on in your life and how important your kids are and how that has shaped you, not only as a parent, but as a business leader. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, at one point when I was in that corporate gig, too, I, I was seeing more and more that uh, a lot of the employees that I had working uh, underneath me, I would see those kind of parallels between parenting and, and, and leading them as well. Not that obviously they, they would throw temper tantrums like kids, right. but there was some well, some of those similarities. So absolutely. You're right. It does. One does inform the other. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gene, I'm going to ask you now that uh, we're in 2018. What are you doing to tackle this challenge to move forward past it? It's a big one. I mean, the work-life balance question is one that we we addressed a lot last year. It's one that continues today. Yeah, I would say moving past it is just a a, a decision, a choice to to say, okay, what 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 am I prioritizing right now? And so, you know, there are times where I have to tell my kids, like, listen, guys, I do need this block of time right here for you guys to go upstairs and just read quietly or play quietly in your room. Sometimes that has to happen, you know, but then there's other times where I just say, okay, then, you know, that that's not going to work. So I do have to focus on the kids right now. They need me, you know, whether it's to do homework or whatever, but that that's the, that's the thing right there for me. Yeah. I love it. And it sounds like it's, it's one of those things. It's a work in progress. It's something that you are working on every day. And I hope moving forward listeners that you are learning, especially if you are making that entrepreneurial leap, you, you have family, you have other responsibilities, you know, it, sometimes it's not easy, but you can have one inform the other. They don't necessarily have to be polar opposites or adversarial. And it sounds like Gene, you've done that really, really well. So I really appreciate you sharing that. 
Thank you. I appreciate that as well. It's it's yeah, it's not easy, but uh, it, it's definitely worth doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Gene, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Absolutely. I, I am so excited because this is where our guests share some really incredible tools and tips that can help our listeners move forward in 2018. So, Gene, one of the things I love about your website is that you list out some of your favorite resources and tools to help shape the leaders of tomorrow. So I was wondering, and this may be hard to do, but I'm going to ask you to pick one, share a resource. It could be a book, it could be a media resource, or it could be a productivity practice, one that has really helped you move forward. Yeah, I think the biggest one that really helped me move forward, especially during that transition time from being a corporate uh, worker to being an entrepreneur, was that Zig Ziglar podcast. And to me, I had heard the name Zig Ziglar in the past, and Mm -hmm. there was some sort of you know, uh, knowledge about it, but I didn't know very deeply what he was about. And so it's a fantastic tool. I've listened to it off and on over the last few years and just, um, just, it has been amazing. Such positivity. He talks about goal setting. Um, and there's just a lot of good ideas that he uh, proposes in that. And, um, I I wish I would have met him, but, uh, he's passed now, but, uh, I, I just say, please go ahead and go listen to that. It will definitely make your life more positive. That's the beauty of having a podcast, right? And I'm so glad that you're on here today to share your wisdom and your knowledge. So great share, Gene. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you as someone who is an entrepreneur and is consistently and constantly working to strive that, that work-life balance as a family man, as a business uh, entrepreneur, Uh, recommend if you have one, do you have a favorite tool? It can be an app, it can be a website, or it can be a practice that you have that really helps you stay productive while also maintaining that work-life balance. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing that I learned over the last year or so was uh, making sure you have the right tools to take care of your social media, like the automation part of things. And that frees you up to do the fun stuff, like engaging in Twitter chats. Like Mm -hmm. the Twitter chats are definitely the thing that I am kind of an evangelist about now. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned Winnie's son earlier, and um, she does a great job every Wednesday. I love that Twitter chat, and it's made for many wonderful connections with people. But I also advise people to also check out uh, Twitter Smarter with Madeline Sklar and also you know other Twitter chats throughout the week. There's just so much knowledge so much, so many relationships being created during those Twitter chats. And I think it's just phenomenal. So, you know, Twitter chats are how I really learned how to use Twitter. <laughs> I, I'm in the same boat with you, John. Honestly, I never used Twitter until about a year and a half ago. And I was clueless, honestly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's a great, great share. Gene, what is one small activity or choice that you're making today to move forward? Yeah, I've made the choice in 2018 to really step up my game as far as video. (laughs) Now, this is something I'm not naturally inclined to do. Uh, I like speaking in general, but I kind of am naturally an introvert. And so, you know, talking on video is not the greatest thing for me. But I think that that's where there's going to be a lot of growth personally for me. So I kind of put it out there that I wanted to do about 250 hours of video this year. Wow. And I kind of broke it down into like, okay, there's 52 weeks in a year, roughly, you know, I can do take two weeks off, you know, one hour per day. And I'm behind, honestly, on my goal, but I'm, I'm trying to make that for sure a, a commitment this and, year. And share with our listeners. I mean, I, I love that you're sharing that because I really am a big evangelist when it comes to content creation. Share um, what made you decide to focus on video this year and what tools or platforms are you really focusing on when it comes to video content? 
Yeah, I've kind of gone back and forth a little bit, but uh, it's between Facebook mm-hmm. Live to do some live videos and also just creating, you know, videos that I upload to YouTube as well and trying to work that angle as well. So um, I think it's important to have that at least starting spot, but I also want to be able to use that those videos for further, you know, content repurposing, like making uh, blog posts and writing, you know, writing articles on Medium or whatnot. So that's got to be, I think, the base form. Yeah. And, and what was the impetus for the decision to focus more on video this year? Uh, just I think people just want to see more of me, I guess. <laughs> they, they see that I'm this, you know, uh, nice person, kind, generous, but they want to, I guess, get to know me better and see my face and hear my voice. So I think it's it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Gene, are you ready to do a little time travel? Sure, let's do it. All right, we're going to step into a time machine. We're going to travel five years ahead from today. You're going to meet your future self. Tell me, who is Gene in five years? You know, it's kind of interesting because I have such a long-term horizon. I think about things 15 and 30 years down the line. I think about the legacy that I'm going to be leaving behind. So five years is, is does not seem like all that long to me, but... I'd like to be a lot more accomplished as far as being somebody who is the go-to public speaker, keynote kind of person, being the person that, you know, when people think about leadership, they think about servant leadership, they think about social media marketing. I'm the person that they go to and they they call up and they say, hey, I'd like for you to be at, say, social media marketing world or something like that. So I think that'd be neat. Um, And I think I could see myself doing that in five years. Excellent. And actually, since you did mention 15 years, let's let's add a little bonus here. We're going to travel a little further ahead and tell us who is Gene in 15 years. Yeah, I I think that uh, for me, that'll be, you know, I would I would like to have that first orphanage opened up overseas somewhere and I could be overseeing the management of that bringing people I think who are great people over to help me as far as uh, running that because I think it would be wonderful to say have an orphanage where there's like a hundred kids but then you got to have a, a major amount of resources around that to support those hundred kids yeah, absolutely and I love the fact that you're not just looking at five years that but uh, that you're looking ahead and beyond that and I encourage all of you moving forward listeners start thinking ahead who are you going to be in five years and don't just stop there but map it out have those goals and aspirations in mind really really cool gene well how can our listeners connect with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing well, thanks for asking. Um, I am really, I'm really active on Twitter. So you can find me at Gene Petrov LMC. Um, my company is Petrov LMC. The LMC just stands for Leadership and Management Consulting. So PetrovLMC.com. And you can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn, Gene Petrov. Excellent. And we'll have all of that on the write-up. Well, Gene, I would love to have you close out the show. So what parting wisdom would you like to share with our Moving Forward listeners? Yeah, I think the big thing is the world needs a lot more leaders. And I was struggling for about a year to figure out where is my spot and, you know, where, what can I be a leader of? And I was reading a lot and I came across, you know, Seth Godin. I heard him on podcasts, read his books. And this kind of idea between leadership and marketing kind of connected in my head. But I couldn't figure out what was going on there. So I'm just going to read a quote real quick from Seth Godin in Lynchpin. And he said, as I wrote in my previous book, Tribes, The new form of marketing is leadership. 
And leadership is about building and connecting tribes of like-minded people. And so I just thought that was such an excellent quote. And I kind of felt like that that is where my life is supposed to be. So uh, I encourage people to go out there, to be a leader. You don't need a special title. You can just go out there and serve other people, connect people, and uh, put your message out into the world and, you know, help others. So that's that's my big thing. What a fantastic way to close out the show. Well, Gene, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share your incredible story and some amazing knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you so much, Gene. Thank you, John. I really appreciate it. And one more time, Moving Forward listeners, check it out, bemovingforward.com. You can follow us on social at bemovingforward on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week and remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.